Hello, Michelle Laurie here. It's no secret that Australia's property market is out of control these days, but I, for one, can't seem to stop following along. I've become a bit obsessed with it, to be honest. What's up, what's down, and who on earth is paying those prices for those houses? So I want to personally recommend a podcast for you. It's called Real Property. It'll keep you across the latest information on the Australian property market in a clear and easy-to-digest way. Real Property, building a community of more informed property buyers. Take a listen wherever you get your podcasts. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The producers of this podcast recognise the traditional owners of the land on which it's recorded. They pay respect to the Aboriginal elders past, present and those emerging. So many people say to me that your mum planned for everything, she was a real planner, and I always thought, well, she didn't plan the right time to die because I should have been there. And her sister actually said to me, no, I reckon she actually planned for you not to be there because she wouldn't have wanted you to have been there for it. That's Nicole Livingston. She's my mate Karen's little sister. Oh, and she also swam at the Olympics a couple of times and six successive pan packs and then became a commentator, and now she's the head of the AFLW, and she has a Sydney River cat named after her. Yeah, Karen's little sister. I'm Michelle Laurie, and this is Calm Your Farm, tips and tricks for taking care of you from the unlikeliest of gurus. Actually, my friend Karen and her little sister Nicole started Ovarian Cancer Australia 20 years ago, and I think that watching the foundation grow has been a big part of keeping both their farms calm. Mum was diagnosed with ovarian cancer in 1998. She was uh, 65 years of age when she was diagnosed and she just finished uh, working, so she just retired. She worked really hard all her life. She was a cook. Um, She was the head cook at Metropolitan Golf Club in Victoria, which is a really prestige big golf club. So she would run Australian Opens and international, um, international events, a really hard worker. And then when she retired, she did put on a little bit of weight and just thought that it was because she wasn't as active and wasn't on her feet as much. Little did she know that she actually had ovarian cancer. So it's really, really hard to diagnose ovarian cancer. You don't get diagnosed until you uh, actually have surgery. So there's no diagnosis test for ovarian cancer. It's the process of elimination. And that final elimination is doing an exploratory look inside. Um, So by the time mum, she kept following it up, great resilience, kept following it up saying, no, something's not quite right. And then went in to have the surgery and her ovary, which is normally the size of a almond, was 16 by 8 centimetres and it was a tumour growing in there. What we know about ovarian cancer is that whilst there's no diagnosis 
as such. Um, there are some common symptoms that do take place. There's lots of different symptoms. There's even different types of ovarian cancer, but for mum, and here's the, here's the clincher, her sister actually had ovarian cancer. So I guess there wasn't even the presence of mind at the start to go, actually, my sister's got ovarian cancer. Could it be that? Because nothing was known about this disease. When mum died, I was in Tokyo broadcasting the world championships and I got a phone call at 2.47am from my husband, Marty. And you know, when the phone rings at that time, it's not good. But my brother had called me the day before to say, hey, mum's gone into hospital. We think it's just ascites fluid, which is a cancerous fluid. She's going to get drained. She'll be back, you know, at home in the next couple of days. My phone battery ran out that night. So I wasn't able to call her in the hospital. And then the phone rings at 2.47am and it was Marty. He didn't even have to say anything. I just knew what the phone call was. I still miss her. And now having my own kids, I've got twins that are 19, boy, girl, and a boy that's 13. I look at the job that my mum did as a mum to set us about our course. I started traveling the world when I was 13 and you know, moved out of home at 17. So she set us up so beautifully to be able to be great humans and, and great young adults. So I try to do the same thing with my own kids, but you know, practically it doesn't mean you don't miss her every day. I still want to pick up the phone to ask her how long to cook the bloody roast for. And the other thing um, that she did was we got her as she was sick to write down all her recipes. And the little bugger, she didn't put any cooking times on there or, or, or any temperatures. So, you know, it's the muddle your way through it to actually complete the recipe. Mum, gosh, she was she such an inspiration. She had me at 39 years of age. So back in the 1970s, that was quite late. I was her reason to have a break from work for a little bit. But, um, you know, she, she was just her work ethic, I know, is something that um, she instilled in me. But um, through that process, not only the roller coaster ride of treatment, she left some blood with Peter McCallum Cancer Institute to be able to have a test done for something that we'd never heard of at the time, BRCA. Of course, Angelina Jolie, everybody now knows she's BRCA1, so everybody knows about BRCA. So the blood test results didn't come back until after she'd passed away. And those blood test results showed that she was BRCA2 positive. So when mum's result came back, not only did it open up the opportunity for myself and my sister and my brother to be tested, but mum was one of six siblings. So it opened up the whole family to be able to have this genetic testing to be empowered um, with your own medical history and to know your family history is really important. So for me, I'm BRCA2 positive, which I've now known since I was 31 years of age. I'm now 50, I've had a zero birthday, bloody COVID, didn't get to go anywhere. But at 45, which was always the plan and I'd known it for almost 15 years, I was getting my ovaries out. So I've now had my ovaries removed at 45. So menopause is shit but ovarian cancer is way worse. So that's my mum's legacy, which is pretty cool. My mum always said to me, don't feel sorry for yourself for too long, pick yourself up and get going again. And she also used to say, no one will look after you like you can look after yourself. So make sure you do. So we founded Ovarian Cancer Australia, um, which is now doing such amazing work. It started to just be advocacy and looking after women 
and raising awareness for ovarian cancer. And now it's moved into um, ovarian cancer nurses, research. It's the biggest ovarian cancer organisation in the nation and doing some really terrific work in trying to figure out detection tests and, you know, sample bank ovarian samples. So, um, you know, uh, that's mum's legacy as well. Yes, myself and Karen have worked really hard to get it to where it is. And and I'm a patron of the organisation now, so I'm not as day-to-day involved. But gosh, it's um, it's saving lives. It really is. And and if we can make a difference to one person, fantastic. But we know we're making a huge difference to lots of women and their families. For more tips on taking care of you from the unlikeliest of gurus, including recipes for relaxing body products you can make at home, things to read and watch instead of scrolling through your phone, cheap, cheerful and calming gift ideas, go to calmyourfarm.com.au. We'd love to hear your ideas too. This has been another Smartfella production in conjunction with the Acast Creator Network. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.